I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. We are a bunch of multi-passionates here. Happy Friday, by the way. We love that variety of things. We're super curious. So as always, we get to nerd out and have some fun today. Movies, TV shows, music, an actual real retractable lightsaber, Captain's Origins, celebrating 420, being multi-passionate, going to theaters, developing mutant powers. (gasps) Take a breath. Take a breath. Okay. By the way, since the show is not on video yet. Good Lord. Put on some pants. Let's rock it. Welcome to the Rob Ryan Show. Thank you for joining us. And yes, Captain, that is so true that, you know, since we're still doing... Well, you know what, though? Even if we're doing video, we still don't need pants. Wait. What, dude? Hey, hey man. What? How you doing, pants. man? Pants. Oh, pants. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I'm wearing sweatpants right now. Nice. I'm not. Anyway. Yeah. So, Captain Influence, up, I'm like the real Brian, man. Uh, I'm Captain Influence, real Brian. Is that like the real Brian? Uh, I guess it is. Man, I don't know. What? I'm feeling pretty relaxed. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. How uh, how are you, man? I I wish I was still drinking coffee right now, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, so man. I, I I meant to tell you, like, did did anybody like actually celebrate 420 this week? Oh, I used to celebrate it every day, bro. Uh, oh, man. Hey. No, but I, I forgot oh. it was. Oh, I didn't quite forget it, dude, because my stepmom's birthday is 420. Oh, cool And then birthday, my mom, bro. my actual mom's birthday is 421. Whoa. Yeah. You, you remember an attack? Yeah, her, I think so. I don't remember much. Her birthday is 419. Yeah, oh, man. wow. That's that's like existential dude oh yeah dude 420 is my favorite holiday now oh dude you have no idea yeah you have no idea uh, so we were gonna like start video this week until i got high because <laughs> oh. i gotta clean up the studio yeah can we just play this song in the background the entire episode bro yeah <laughs> I I'm sorry, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep a straight face anymore. Thanks. Some of the people listening are like, I think Captain Influence might actually be high. Like, no, I'm actually just not. Happened? I promise. What just happened? <laughs> Here's my question. Why has 420 now become an actual holiday? Or That's something to be fun, celebrated? <laughs> I, I remember. Whoa. Okay. It's fun. <laughs> Really, though, in the long uh, run, I shouldn't really? be saying things like that, to be honest. The reason it's a holiday now is because it's legalized in so many places now. Yeah, so I know. You know, what's yeah. interesting, though, is I was actually looking for a Chris Farley quote. It was kind of funny. There was this article that came up that was talking about Chris Farley in the last year of his life. And it came out mm-hmm. this last year, actually. So not even that not that long ago that this article came out. I had never heard really what was going on. Like I knew he had a drug overdose. 
So I was reading more about it and, and just the addiction that he had to alcohol and drugs and then the combination mm-hmm. and he died exactly the same way at the exact same age from the exact same combination overdose as John Belushi, who was his oh, idol. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, wow, man, drugs That's... are no dr- no joke, man. Here we are joking about, you know, 420, but it's it's sad to see when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, they, they impact too many people negatively. Yeah. That's no doubt. And And I can tell you from experience, drugs weren't good for me in the long run. They really weren't. Especially over the long term, they mess your head up. They really do. They make you they make you forget things easier. Your vocabulary goes down the toilet. It's just not worth it in the long run, to be honest. So Isn't that interesting though? Because, you know, they they legalize quote medical marijuana. And so I know yeah. people have abused that and they've said, Well, I feel better. I don't sure. have any pain anymore. But what sure. they're not talking about is yes, how it's affecting your brain and your memory and other things like that. It's a gamble. Whether you choose the pleasure in the moment versus the long term, right? That's the choice all people who do drugs are, are making. Some people are really helped by medical marijuana. If there's it's a, the right a, dosing. Right. And, yeah. and, and as with everything, Brian, as we've always preached on this show, moderation <laughs> is everything. If it's you, true. in states where stuff like that is legal, just like with alcohol, taking it in moderation, there's nothing wrong with that. Probably yeah. even long-term. It's just, you have to moderate. That's all there is to it. And I know. so many people don't know how to do that. So, and I certainly did not know how to do that. Moderation is a really hard thing, man. It is. I mean, really, you look at like anything, right? Pick anything you want, food, coffee, video games, uh, even exercise, dude. People, yeah. people are obsessed at times with pick your favorite quote drug. And yeah. so, yeah, moderation is so important and so hard, so hard. Oh my gosh. Although to be fair, I envy the heck out of anybody who exercises excessively and loves it. I, I wish I could be that way. That's that's no. the one one of the things I could change about myself. Honestly, one of the things I could change about myself is if I were an exercise fanatic. I don't know though because I know various people who exercise to that level mm-hmm. and they're not doing it because they're motivated and excited about it. They're doing it because they're running from something. Oh, they're interesting. doing it okay. because they're they're insecure about, you know, their body or how they're how they're seen or accepted, et cetera. That's their Fair. way okay. to That's fit in and to, you know, it, it happens and it's sad. So yeah. finding somebody who exercises because they do love it and because they do find value in their health. That's the right balance. Again, it's yeah. balance. The people who and are I obsessed, do know one it's usually, like that. it's not healthy if they're obsessed. You're right. I, I know one person who is, I'm, I'm certain is not hiding skeletons in their closet with their exercise that they're, they're just super energetic and, and nerding out about exercise all the time. And they yeah. podcast it and they, and they YouTube it all the time. It's a friend of a friend. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, but back to the moderation thing, that's, it's all about moderating. It really it's, is. it's about balancing exercise with other stuff. We even workaholism. Why I mean, is that so hard? Well, there, okay. Everybody in this entire world deals with something painful. Yeah. Sometimes a lot of things. And, you know, we don't necessarily want to deal with it. We want to shove it under the rug and cover it up with something up. that yep. becomes our obsession. I mean, that's just what right. we do. Yeah. But you've it's got to deal human. with it and you've got to learn moderate. It, 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 that's the only way is to deal with it, overcome it, get back to moderation. But in the meantime, <laughs> before we get to that point, we obsess over something to cover it up. That's just what it is. Yeah. 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 It's what, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. All right. So for the studio, though. We are planning to test the video next week. We wanted to do it this week, but I actually, if you can believe this, I had a shipment, which was very pivotal to actually getting this video set up, up and running. Yeah, it got, well, actually it didn't just get delayed. It got canceled. 
So we oh. got this email from Amazon. This is weird. Amazon, like, has always delivered stuff, usually on time or a day early, never late. We get an email the, let's say, I think it was the day that it was shipped. Usually it's a, well, it might have been like the day in transit, but it was not the day that it was supposed to arrive. And it said something went wrong with your order. We're canceling your order. Well, then it said something about like, oh, you know, there's there's multiple possible reasons for this. One of which was, you know, you you put down the wrong address. I'm like, definitely didn't do that because it's <laughs> saved in the system. So that was not the problem. And then the other one was that something was damaged. Uh, so that was surprising because that never happens. But as a result, yeah, sure I better. had to reorder it and everything else, which, you know, took a whole, basically it pushed us a week back. So I'm getting a little impatient though, and I'm ready to honk these videos. So I mean, oh, but we're getting so much closer. We really oh, are. We're not, we're not just blowing smoke this time, folks. We really oh, are almost there. Yeah. And I, I finally got my new mic and, and Brian and I tested awesome. it. Yeah. And I, and it, I sound like a rock star. I can't wait for you all to hear me yeah. with this new mic. He's not using it today uh, yet, but you will no, be next th- this week. Is the, this is my headphone mic. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, next week I'll be using that mic and oh, I'm going to sound just like Brian. You sound sexy. Oh, I sound, I can't wait uh, yeah. to hear myself. I mean, if you weren't married, I, oh, I'm just so excited to finally do some video. I mean, honestly, I don't know how we're going to come across. We may be like, you guys may be Total like, dude, we dorks. wish you would have stayed on audio because wow, Brian, like, <laughs> Wow. What a couple of average schmoes. So I was talking with Caffeinatrix, actually. Well, again, we go back and forth on these voice messages. This was funny. So she said, I've never seen Captain Influence. And I was no. like, really? Like, oh, no, you're right. Of course not. So, of course, I've seen her because I, you know, that's I met her in person and right, we right. had a lot of in-person interactions before COVID. So she and I know what each other looks like, but yeah, I I was realizing like she doesn't know what you look like. And she's like, I have no idea what he looks like, but I'm envisioning bald. (laughs) Like, no, he's got thick, thick black hair. (laughs) No, thick brown hair, Brian. It's brown. It looks pretty black. That's what my ex-girlfriend's mom used to say when I was in high school. And it's just not true. See, when I think brown brown hair, though, I'm thinking brown. (laughs) But when I think like, okay, maybe it's not like fully black, but it's how about this dark brown, chocolate brown. It's dark. It's dark brown. Okay, fine. And and in the sunlight, it's kind of red, actually. So, okay. Well, I never see you in the sunlight because you usually hear when we're getting together, like at an escape room and it's usually nighttime. That's right. That's right. Hey. Anyway. Hey, folks, you get to see it and you get to see you to see my abs in all their glory. No, oh, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm no, we won't show be showing those off, but we'll be showing off no. our cool shirts and stuff. I'm yes, excited. I be, mean, really? And I'll, and I'll be, I'll be groomed. I'll actually be groomed every episode. So I'll be looking okay. I mean, as good as I can. I, I can't wait. Yeah. It's, I get to show my, I show myself off. We're not models. I shouldn't be excited about that. We're not models. We're not the beautiful Hollywood yeah. people. So, you know, sorry. Well, sorry to disappoint the, the, you. The, the TRB calendar, we we're, let's just come clean, Brian. We've been talking about coming clean for a while, but we, we've hired the, the people photos. For those. Yeah, yeah, we we we've photoshopped our heads on top of other bodies. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's not us. But anyway, it's going to be fun. <laughs> so yes, what we're going to do is we're actually going to when we do next week's episode, we're actually going to put it on video and we're going to test it out. And if we like it, it actually may get published on YouTube. And if we don't, then we'll push it back just to, you know, because we want to practice. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we're yeah, not we're, used to yeah. looking into a camera when we're talking. Usually we're right. looking at our screens and stuff like that or, you know, I'm picking my nose or something. Can't do that. I oh, guess you I could. Make sure, I got to make sure that my monitor and camera are such that I don't have to look up to the camera. Yeah. So that people don't see up my nose because I my nose is a little bit of a pug nose a little bit, you know. So I don't want people looking up into my nostrils. Yeah. Know what I mean? So you look kind of like the dog from Men in Black. 
not that bad. <laughs> hey, guess what? I got my first vaccine dose. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's actually last Friday. And okay. you know, it was, it was crazy. It was very simple. It was very fast. I walked in. It was through our, Super our fast. yeah, our hospital medical system basically here, but it was at the, the hospital. You walk. Oh yeah. I didn't even feel it. It was weird. She's like, okay. And I'm like, that's it. I didn't even feel the needle. <laughs> but then. So I, okay, here's what I'll tell you really quickly. They talk about, you should feel a sore arm. You might have some other symptoms. Who knows? This is the first dose, by the way. Yeah. Move your arm around a lot, you know, and that kind of thing to prevent sore arm. Here is the irony. The more that I moved my arm, the more that it hurt. And yeah. if I didn't move my arm at all, I didn't even feel anything. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yes. If you don't move your arm, it doesn't just, it's not just throbbing pain. It's just when you move it, it hurts. Exactly. And, and even if, then and it if was you lay sore. on it, it hurts. Oh, so that didn't bother me. Laying on it didn't pro- cause any problem, oh, okay. but moving it caused soreness, but I didn't have any throbbing or any kind of thing like that. So it was, it was fine. But okay. here's an interesting thing. And I don't know if this was related to the vaccine as a side effect, or if this was because we had a, like a bean soup for dinner on Saturday night and beans can kind of upset the system, you know, but I woke bit, up yeah. like at four thirty or 5 AM Sunday morning with a really intense stomach ache, which kind of turned into a little bit of nausea. Now, thankfully, mm. it never went beyond that. Like when I wasn't in the bathroom or anything, it was just I just felt like crap for about two hours or so. Finally took some Pepto, which is hilarious because I don't take Pepto. And we had like <laughs> children's Pepto on hand for the dogs because That's hilarious. It's so funny because like, yeah, greyhounds are notorious for having stomach issues because they oh. they don't eat healthy on the, on the track usually. Sometimes How do you but, know they're having stomach issues. Do they whimper a lot and no, like they'll eat their food and they'll have a lot of diarrhea and other things like oh, that. Okay, so okay. yeah, it's like they, they have great, great topic of discussion. Tender on stomachs. Show, okay. So dog anyway, diarrhea. we found children's Pepto that was used for the dogs and I'm like, well, I'll take a couple of those. And you know, within about an hour, I felt mostly better, went back to sleep okay. and stuff like that. But you know, then it was like a little unsettled on Sunday and then I was fine, you know, on Monday, but it could have been the food. Or it could have been a side effect. I don't know. I'm sure it was the bean soup, dude. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Because, yeah, eating that many beans does cause some distress and (laughs) who knows. But one way or the other, I feel. Oh, well, actually, I did notice something kind of cool. And I do think this is a side effect. Is I'm able to kind of like control lightning in my fingertips now. I will let you know though when I can actually shoot lightning out of my hands and also when I can fly though. So we're working on that. You know, it's funny though, is I'm, I'm trying to catch up on black lightning a little bit because it's, I got stuck, not stuck. I got behind and I forgot though that part of what did they call? Oh geez. I already green, green light babies. I think is what it was. And green light babies. Yeah. So it's like they were giving a vaccine for something and the, (laughs) the unexpected side effects created metahumans. (laughs) So I'm like, see, we're going to be metahumans by the time this whole thing's over with. You know, uh, any any anti-vaxxers out there listening are nodding their heads vigorously right now saying, yeah, Brian, now that you took your first dose, you're going to become a metahuman. So, yeah, and here's the um, cool part is that I'm going to be the one flying and they're going to be the one stuck on the ground. There you go. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another thing that I thought was really cool. You know, we talked about being multi-passionate a little bit more recently, mostly because that is a term that I kind of started using well, pretty recently. The more I've talked about it here on the show and also just in general, the more that I'm starting to hear other people going, hey, wait a minute, I'm a multi-passionate. I didn't even know it. Mm. And I thought, wow, this is cool because I'm starting to connect with people who are going, you know, I have multiple passions and hobbies and curiosities and interests and stuff like that. 
And also the more I'm realizing too, that the world is truly not made for multi-passionates. I did a massive amount of research over the last month, really trying to find what is out there for multi-passionates, you know, and I was trying to use different terms too. And there's just nothing. In fact, the business advisors will tell you, don't do that. Like just get over yourself, you know? So, and I think I've mentioned that on the show before, but it's really weird. Like the world and society and the way things are taught almost try to tell multi-passionates that there's something wrong with you. And so you need to change who you are and and fit into a box. Maybe, but I, but when, when you said the world isn't made for multi-passionates, I, I, I strongly disagree. I think the world is, the world is made for multi-passionates because there's so much in the world accessible to multi-passionates to be passionate about. Okay. So yes, that's just, true, but it's yeah. not made to the intention yeah, of that is that. not to empower someone who has a lot of passions. It's to empower the person who has that one passion and fair enough. Yeah. Dig into that, you know, whatever you're interested in. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've actually read online and seen videos where people say that like you have a disorder if you're a multi-passionate <laughs> person. And I was just Honestly, like, come on, you guys that's are just crazy. You don't take that seriously. If you really read that, don't take it seriously. You got to well, blow past that and just and just enjoy the the diversity that there is out there, especially in entertainment, both in video and in board games, card games, whatever. Yeah, there's so much and and hobbies. I mean, good Lord, there's so many hobbies you've never heard of. It's not even funny. And, you know, here's the thing. I don't take it seriously, but pre, I don't know, six months ago, I did. Yeah. Because that's what everybody said, you know? And, and I mean, I cannot tell you how many times in my life, whether it was through business or anything, anything for that matter, you're pretty much like over the top. You're insane. You're over, you're out of control. You're flaky, which by the way, I'm not a flaky person, but for whatever reason, that's what people think. I mean, you know, you <laughs> name it, right? They, they said it. and. I, I loved this. Miss Ice sent me something a long time ago. And I think, I, again, I think I've mentioned this on the show, but it's been a long time. But it was one of those little memes and it had be yourself. And then it said society. No, not like that. <laughs> oh, right, right. And okay. I love that because it's like, that is so true. I can't tell you how many times I've gone out there and tried to quote be myself. And then everyone and everybody always says that. Like every time I talk to some kind of a person who's in an authoritative position or, you know, an advisor or mentor or whatever. Right? Some expert, right? Yeah. And it's always in the business world. I'll talk about it and they'll be like, dude, you just need to embrace who you are. And I'm like, okay. And so then I tell them and they're like, well, maybe not like that. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, you I just told me to do that. In the business world, of, I, I get that because in, in a business world, you want to niche so that you can make money. Even as a business. So Lord Thunder and I were talking about this and he said that he subscribed to like, I don't know, somewhere around 200 or so YouTube channels because that's how many passions he wow. has. Well, and he's like, it's exhausting. That's impressive. But that's the only way that he can basically satisfy all of the curiosities and desires that he has. I'm like, dude, I'm the same way. In fact, I went through and actually cleaned it up because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> but it, it's true because, and, and the thing about every YouTube channel that I watch is I watch it and then I go, okay, I can't take any more of this topic. Like I need something different. This is <laughs> <Move on>. crazy. <laughs> How do these people talk about, you know, one thing for eight years straight? Oh my gosh. Well, certain people can. That's who they are. Yeah. I was talking yeah. to some other people on there. I was talking about being multi-passionate and I said a lot of people though that I know have around two to four interests and that's pretty much it. Every single one of those guys that I was talking to are counting on their finger and they're like, I'm having a hard time coming up with a fourth one. <laughs> and I was like, see, I, to me, that's fairly common am- among most people. But yeah, yeah, for those is. of us who have significantly more than four interests or three interests and all that, there really truly is not anything made for us 
as business, as hobbies, as whatever. You have to go to each individual thing in order to satisfy all those things, which, by the way, right, right. that's cool, and I appreciate that. And it's exhausting. I hear you. So anyway, I'm just excited that I'm I'm encouraging people when they're going, oh my gosh, I'm a, I didn't know I was a multi-passionate, and I am, and and like I feel empowered now. You know, I'm hearing those things, and that's exactly what I want is like be empowered if you're somebody who has all those passions. Yeah, totally. And if you're a multi-passionate person, just remember you'll never be bored. And that's true. And every multi-passionate that's that I huge. know is never bored. That's right. And that's huge. That's yeah. huge because so many people get bored all the time, and I, I get bored. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not half as multi-passionate as you. Not even sort of. Yeah. I envy you for how much the diversity of things you're interested in. If I were more like that, I wouldn't get bored on a weekend or something like that. So I yeah. mean, people get bored and they wouldn't have to if they were interested in more things. You'll hear too, as a multi-passionate, people will say, you know, you don't finish anything. You jump around a lot. And I think there is a there. There's two sides to that because one is from a from a personality and an interest perspective. There's nothing wrong with that. From a okay, I have a commitment to finish this, whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it's for work or business or whatever, that's a maturity issue. That's not a personality issue. So if I don't finish important things, that's on me, not on my personality. However, if I don't finish a book or a video game, who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's entertainment, right? (laughs) And so, yeah, like I'll get halfway through a book or a video game and go, okay, it's not keeping me anymore. Why am I wasting my time? I'm going to move on to something else. Well, that's fine, right? And the other thing that's really cool is that, so when I embraced that, okay, yes, I am a multi-passionate. There is nothing wrong with this. It's like I gave myself permission to go get more curious. And so now I like, I'm just enriched by all the stuff I get to learn about and and experience and be a part of. And it's cool. And I'm not feeling guilty anymore. Anyway, I I had to share that. That was just so cool. I'm practicing looking at my webcam, by the way. Heck fire. uh, it's it's kind of throwing me off because I'm used to just kind of staring at the show notes. And yeah. uh, we're going to have to get used to looking at the camera so you, so you guys out there think we're looking at you. We're looking and at we you. And we are, essentially, all of you. Peering into your soul. Just make sure you put a sticky over your webcam so that we aren't looking at you all the time. Yeah, like really? Yeah, that's true because we do know how to hack that now. Wait, what? Dark hey, web. how's the no coffee going? It's actually going okay. I, I honestly yeah. don't even miss it. It's really weird. I weird. make my wife coffee every every morning. I yeah. make her coffee. I'm not like I really w- I really wish I could partake in this. For whatever reason, I never became truly addicted to it. In fact, I'm surprised the headaches that were supposed to come after I quit, they didn't really manifest. Good. One or two episodes ago I said that I'm over that hump. Well, yeah. I never I never really had much of a hump. And that really surprised me. I thought for sure I'd have at least one day where I had bad headaches, but no, nothing major. So that's it's good. going well. Yeah. Good. So you get the smell at least in the morning, which is nice. You don't yep. miss yep. that, of course, but you don't miss the, the taste or anything. Just kind of like, eh, whatever. I, I miss it. Like kind of like I miss drinking, but I don't miss it to the point where I am craving it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, are you after this period of time going to try decaf to see how that sits? Or no, not? I don't huh? think I need to. I might once in a while, I might get some uh, coffee flavored ice cream maybe. Sure. And indulge in that, but otherwise. Okay. Then. Oh, and uh, you know, if I'm at an old folks home, you know what I like to do at old folks homes? Steal like, their that coffee? happens all the time. I like to drink coffee and have soft serve ice cream. Oh, yeah. Oh, those two go together so well. Well, yeah. Hence the coffee flavored ice cream too. But my grandparents are all gone. And uh, oh. so I haven't been going to old folks homes anymore. And uh, no more coffee and soft serve. So our favorite coffee shop up in Estes Park does what they call the affogato, which as we learned from Lee Steven, bad kitty, that bad, that's what it means. Affogato means bad kitty. <laughs> oh, so I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, 
I get an affogato up there. It's kind of my treat. We're in the mountains. Oh, Why not? God. And so it's two scoops of ice cream with two shots of espresso. And, you know, oh, it tastes yeah. great decaf, too. So you can totally. get that beautiful flavor, creamy. That's oh. true. See? I could. D- oh, dang, Brian. Good job. Yeah, Thank you. I'm here to Thank help. Thank you. Yeah. You just helped me. Now remember, I'm going to buy some decaf and, and, uh, next time I have some vanilla ice cream, I'm going to make sure I have that. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, it would probably go good with non-dairy types too, because it just all goes really well together. Oh yeah. That'll be fun, man. That'll be really good. Here's something else. I'm really nerding. You know, I've been nerding out on lightsabers recently and yep, yep. they're still all sold out, which makes me mad. But again, I was actually going <laughs> through and pricing them. I was mentioning that, you know, if you want the blade and you want the durable blade and you want the correct lighting and all that, that looks realistic and so on and so forth. You're looking at an average of six to eight hundred dollars per lightsaber. That's so much money, though. Well, then this last week, Disney put out their whole thing about, hey, we made the first real retractable lightsaber, meaning you push a button and the blade comes up and out of the hilt and it looks like a lightsaber. And then you push another button and it comes back in and it's like, what? I guess they put a patent for it back in 2017, but they've been working on this for quite a while now. And by the way, thanks, Wraith, for pointing this out. And I was looking for videos. I'm reading this and going, wait, what? Why is there nothing? Why isn't there at least something out there? Maybe it's because they don't want anybody to copy it. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't find somebody at Disney leaked this stuff. Yeah. Like, what does it look like? Well, and then I talked to Mike and I'm like, okay, you're an Imagineer because they said we've got our Imagineers working on this. And he's like, oh, well, it's not my project. I'm not working on it. I'm like, dang it. And then he said, but don't ask me, Brian. I I don't really know. (laughs) And then he said, but I know a little bit about it based on the specs. This is what I do know is that if they followed the specs correctly, it's going to look as real as they say it's going to look or something like that. Right. Hmm. Well, then I wrote him back and I said, are you allowed to share what you know? And can I share it on the show? And I haven't heard back yet. So Uh, I don't, I don't want to get him. I don't want to get him in. No, I don't want to get him into (laughs) trouble at all because you know, I know they're under a lot of restrictions and stuff and that's fine. Of course. I'm just curious, like, (laughs) what can we know and what are we allowed to share? Because it looks amazing and should be yours for a low price of $999.99, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah, it won't be cheap. And it'll it'll probably be out in 2025, maybe? Probably. Yeah. So not just around the corner, honestly, but... (laughs) Is that kind of like the new Dune movie or Diablo 4? (laughs) Dune, Dune, yeah. Or or Diablo 4. There you go. Yeah. It's coming out in... 20 Someday. years. Yeah. By the time yeah, it was so funny. We're done filming, but we're just being jerks about it. Who knows? Dune was done a year ago. They were actually supposed to come out. I think in, uh, it was supposed to be early. Wait, I think it was supposed See, to be fall of 2019. Originally. I could be wrong about that, but it was definitely a 2020 release. And then they pushed it back and pushed it back because of COVID. And then it was going to be like, well, maybe we'll release it on HBO max. And then they didn't. And then they pushed it to fall of 2021. And now it's like, well, we're not even sure about that. Oh, and we may not do it on HBO max. Now it may be theaters only. I'm like, dude, guys, the movie's been done. Just put it out. They're shooting themselves in the both feet right now because when it, when it finally comes out and it will finally come out when it does, if it's not as good as we all hope it is, it's going to be a huge letdown. It's going to be like episode one all over again. Yeah. That is the problem with the Diablo games. When Diablo three came out, they kept pushing it back and pushing it back. And it was such a long time between Diablo two and Diablo three. Yeah. A long time that by the time Diablo three came out, the technology graphics and everything were obsolete. It's still a great Mm. game. And one thing I love about it is that it's, you know, Blizzard optimizes their games nicely. So credit to them for that. 
they've been talking about Diablo four for the past, what, nine years or something. And it's just kind of like, okay, get it out then. Well, we've been doing all these like, you know, tests and stay a while and listen. And it's going, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be probably five more too. years. Yeah. But I'm excited one way or the other. Yeah. I do enjoy those games. Before you know it, it'll be out. The other one I like is the El Pollo Diablo. That's one of my more favorite games to play. <laughs> Speaking of El Diablo, uh, we're get, we our, our origin this week is a little on the dark side. Also uh, lightsabers. So see how I mix those two things oh, together. Look, look at that. Yeah. Today's origin is kick the bucket. Oh, the idioms.com and Wikipedia, and they both agreed on this. So the idioms said it most succinctly. The phrase kick the bucket first appeared in print in the dictionary of vulgar of the vulgar tongue, <laughs> which was a, a slang dictionary, which was a thing even back in the day in 1785. So even in the wow. 18th century, they had a slang dictionary. So this was the English. first version of the ebonics or what's it out now? Uh, the urban, the urban, urban dictionary. dictionary. Yeah. 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 So oh, that urban awesome. dictionary is not a newish thing. It's people have been releasing, uh, publishing similar publications since the 18th century. Wow, so awesome. Dictionary of the vulgar tongue. The origin of the phrase kick the bucket is unclear, uh, though there are several theories. One common theory is of hanging. Of course, when a person standing oh. on a bucket with a noose over their heads, kicks the bucket and hence dies. That makes sense. Uh, however, it does make sense, but there's actually no evidence to support this claim that it's actually the, the true origin of that phrase. Really? Another more plausible theory refers to the archaic meaning of the word bucket in English, which used to mean beam in 16th century England. A bucket or beam was used to hang animals by the feet for slaughter. And when they would kick it like a pig, when they hang a pig up, when, when the pig would kick the beam while they were dying, they were kicking the bucket. Hmm. And, and, and Wikipedia even expounds on this a little more. Apparently, there are parts of England where beams like that are still referred to as buckets. The third theory is that refers to the Catholic practice of placing a holy water bucket at the feet of a person who has died hmm. so that the visitors could sprinkle the holy water on the body. The consensus seems to be that the most plausible theory is the one with the animals being slaughtered. Yeah. But... I kind of like the first theory the best. So you, you're really right about us going down kind of a dark side. I mean, we've got a whole kick the bucket theme. We've talking about lightsabers. I was earlier talking about, you know, after getting the vaccine, how I can kind of play with lightning with my fingertips and shooting lightning out of my hands. We're talking about drugs. I mean, what, what is wrong with us, man? Nothing's wrong with us. We're multi-passionate. Oh, We're- there you go. No, you will experience the full power of the dark side. Exactly. Do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny too. Uh, me too. I appreciate that, man. Palpatine. Good origin. Thank you very much. All right. Here's cool. the deal. We're going to talk about stuff we're watching right now because there have been, I've bounced once again, being multi-passionate, I've bounced around and had a little fun. I checked out, I mentioned this last week, the show Lupin about Arsene Lupin. Lupin. And it was fantastic. I loved it. Five episodes only. Left Mm. on a cliffhanger. I really hope they have a season two in mind because, in fact, I think they do. But I loved it. The only, and I'm not really one of those kinds of people that likes to watch foreign films and either read. I don't like reading subtitles because I miss what's actually being shown. Well, and the dubs are kind of distracting sometimes, right? They are. Although I would say that this was definitely among the better dubs I've ever seen. So that was good. But my gosh, what a great show. I was, I was really impressed with it. Now, if it's your style, that is, but I really enjoyed it. And that's on Netflix. Yep. 
but check it out. If you get a chance to look it up, it's really good. Resident Alien. I'm finishing that. I really, really enjoyed that season so far. Totally worth it. It, it is hilarious. The episode I'm on, they go to an alien con convention. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's funny. An alien <laughs> at an alien convention is really funny. So check that out. And then uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is getting more and more interesting. I'm enjoying it. I just finished episode four. I'm a little behind everyone right now, but actually, I think there's only six episodes anyway. So I think the season four oh, are there only six this week. Yeah, or the really? Okay, series. Is it just it might be the series finale? I don't know. I have to look that up. Better not be the series finale. I finally started watching it. I'm three episodes in. I binged the first three episodes because they were so good. Yeah, I love that show. I hope to God they keep going on that. It's just it's just well done. Yeah, typical Marvel writing, basically. So So good good. job, Marvel. The other show that I'm really excited to get into, and it actually has received great reviews, too, is the Mighty Ducks TV show. You Remember the movie from the 90s? I do. I know. You know, I never really watched the Mighty Ducks. I, I was in college at the time, I think. Or no, I was probably in high school. I never watched it and I never felt like watching it. My brothers liked it. I loved um, it. Okay. Yeah. I thought the, well, at least the first movie I thought, actually, you know what? I think I liked the first two movies. I don't remember the third one. I'm not sure if I saw that, but the first Kids two movies and were hockey, really good. It just, it just didn't seem like it's something that I wanted to see, I guess. Yeah. Well, Cobra Kai's kids and karate. I know, but it's but it's Karate Kid, so I had a connection. I know, but no, it, it so, really is. The movie was great. I mean, it's total yeah, 90s, I've but heard. I really liked it. I do want to see this this new TV show because I guess Emilio Estevez, I don't know if he does a cameo or what, but he's in it somehow. I can't wait to see him now. What's he look like? I, I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> but I'm just excited because it's like, hey, it looks like a fun show, so I'm going to check it out. And it might be fun to go back and actually rewatch them. The first two movies, at least just because I mean, I really, yeah. I remember really enjoying them just going like this was good. It was just good, wholesome, fun, you know, yeah. underdog kind of entertainment. Yeah. Kind of like the bench warmers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not downing it. I just, I'm just explaining why I never watched it. Yeah. Well, check it out, man. You might enjoy it. You I might, know. I might. Let's switch the genres a little bit from, you know, family friendly to mortal combat and quiet to place too. Yeah. More death and negativity yeah. and, and fr- <laughs> Quiet Place 2 is coming out late May, by the way, and I'm really excited. I loved that first movie. I never saw the first one. Oh, it was, was that Was that with uh, Sandra Bullock? No, no, no. That was no. Uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. I would not call it a horror. Some people actually called it a horror genre. I don't agree with that. I, I call it suspense. It's like sci-fi suspense. Oh, okay. It is, it, it is suspenseful, very suspenseful, but I loved it. So the other one that looks fascinating to me, and I'm not sure... I, I will watch it eventually, but I'm not sure how quickly I'm going to watch it is Cruella. The 101 Dalmatians Cruella, thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, it's live uh, and action. who plays Cruella? I think it's, uh, let me guess. It's yeah, uh, the girl from La La Land. And I'm totally spacing your name right now. Oh, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, oh, Melissa McCarthy is who you were no, thinking. No, no, no. I'm thinking of, uh, of Brad <laughs> Pitt's ex. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Dude, she yeah. Would have been really, she, Cruella. she would have been good as Cruella. Yeah. But you're thinking of Maleficent, but no, this is Emma Stone. Yes, I'm thinking of Malef because Maleficent and Cruella. I mean, they're kind of they the do. Same. They feel similar. Yeah, they do. so I will watch it because I'm excited because I like the story, but we'll see. But Mortal Kombat is out today, by the way. So <laughs> I'm excited to watch that and we'll definitely report in on that one just because I'm yeah. sure it's going to be total cheese, but I'm so excited. So speaking of some of these movies that are saying, hey, we're only going to release in the theater. Like, it's cool that some of these guys are coming out on streaming. But once we hit summer, we're not going to do that anymore because, you know, in the movie in the movie makers minds, hey, you know, COVID's over. We're going back to normal. 
we don't know if that's actually going to happen yet. But we do know that some theaters have opened up. I know some people who have gone back to theaters. What do you think, though? Are you comfortable with it yet? Not yet. I'm looking forward to someday, maybe, but I am not quite there. And, and, and if and when I do go to a theater again, I mean, come on, the world's changed, folks. I'm sorry. It just has. I know it, no one likes it. But oh, nobody when does. I when I do go back to a theater, I'm going to be wearing a mask. So well, you have to. Sorry. Still. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I will be even if they even if once even if someday they don't fire it anymore, I'll probably be doing it. Yeah. This whole thing has changed a lot of us, and I know I'm kind of paranoid about enclosed spaces with a lot of other people with circulated air system. And I think that's going to change because, like, I've never gotten sick from a theater, but I have sat next to people who were clearly right in the middle of their sickness, you know, sneezing yeah. and going through thousands of Kleenexes and all. It was it was very very uncomfortable for me. Now, granted, with this, I do know that they put you in like little groupings and stuff like that. So you do have to sit six feet apart at least. Actually, mm-hmm. I think it's more like 10 and uh, yeah, you know, I feel, but even then it's still recycled air. I really feel bad for the movie theater companies because too. of this whole thing because, and, and restaurants too as well. I mean, just you can't make money at a movie uh, running a movie theater. If you have to space people out six feet every, every showing, no, you just you can't. can't. Yeah. So I don't know how much longer that, that paradigm is going to be around. I mean, oh, movie theaters are going to lose it. I think someday we probably will because yeah. streaming is is still growing and still growing and eventually I just foresee streaming becoming taking over that experience. See and that's and sad it'll become an archaic thing. That's so sad because I I mean I love the fact that you know when Justice League came out we could watch it immediately. That was really cool to me. Yeah. But what was a uh, oh like when we were when you were talking about you got to watch Idiocracy and I saw it and I was telling you this that the one thing that I really missed is that's the kind of movie that you want to see. Well, honestly, so is justice league too. You know, yeah. you want to see that with other people because you want yes. to get their reactions and you want to talk about it after you watched it and you're so excited, you know, and it's, you're there, you've got the experience and the smell of popcorn and it's like, Oh, oh I I'm with like, you, dude. You can't totally. replace that at home unless you build yourself your own little no. you know, home theater. If you have a basement right. and then you got to invite your friends over, but it's just not the same. Never. It, and you're right. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Yeah. I just don't think it's ever going to be the same again. Now, for people who don't care about going to theaters, then who cares, right? But for those of us, the theater experience, is, it, it's an experience. That's exactly what it is. Right. It's not about just watching movies. It's about the experience of going to the theater with your friends. I know. And a lot of theaters had to close because of not being able to, like you said, keep their lights on kind of thing. And yeah, people, not, not enough people were going and, and it's not, and it's not the people's fault. It's just, it is what it is. I hope that's not a bygone era or really because Me too. It, Me too. it's just such a neat thing, but I understand I'm also not comfortable going back yet. Although one of our friends had said that, you know, really the process was nice. Everything is very sanitized. They do that fogging in the air as well in between fogging. I, yeah. There's a, a fog that you, you spray into the air that helps to sanitize the air and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know our, about that. Our Dennis okay. does that as well, actually. So, okay. Huh. It's, it's actually, you know, I mean, if you're trying to really keep it sanitary, that's a good thing to do. But on the other hand, when you're in the actual theater and you're around other people, well, you know, all bets are off. The other thing too, is that like, I'm, I hear you on the mask, but at the same time, it's not comfortable for me to wear a mask all the time and of course for a not. long period of time. <laughs> so it's like, no. I don't want to go spend two to four hours wearing a mask. No, I and don't so either. That's the other reason I just haven't chosen to go back yet, but I that's really exactly want to. right. <laughs> oh, that's why I haven't gone back either. Cause I don't really feel like going to a theater, especially the theater that I went to, of course, that as many of you know, uh, served meals while you ate, while you watched. Yeah, that's right. 
And so obviously if I went back to that theater, I'm not going to wear the mask the whole time, which kind of, which kind of kills the whole point. Well, so sure, people are eating, even they take their mask there. off. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Everyone's stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. I know. I want to live. I don't want to like postpone life during this whole thing. Right. Which and is how I, everyone feels. Yeah. And I don't want to inadvertently pick up something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. Right. I have read statistics about permanent side effects and they're really high. Shocking. It's not like fake news. It's, it's real stuff. And so I'm like, you know, I don't want to live the rest of my life with a permanent side effect. So I'm willing to postpone some things, but you know what? I'm still living life and I'm still loving it. And we've found ways around it for now. Right. And right. When, we will adapt. Yeah. So that's where we got to keep going is, you know, getting creative, finding alternatives and moving forward. Like for example, playing card games. Do you, do you like card games by the way? You know what? You don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. So I don't fun. like card games, Brian. <laughs> I was actually wondering like who actually likes card games? Cause I know some love there are a lot them, of people like them. card games. Yeah. Well, actually my parents taught us one. It's called 500. It's really, really fun. <laughs> I love card games personally. I love games in general, you know, or whether it's video or board or card or whatever. You like lots of stuff, Brian. That's, that's the fantastic. Thing. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I, but you're right. I, I know people who don't like card games either and that's fine, but this is a fun game. Curious if anyone's played 500, what you think of it. But going back to the video side, I actually picked the Jedi Fallen Order game back up because oh, yeah, yeah. I stopped, I don't know, probably third of the way through because once again, I'm solo games are harder for me to play. I spend most of my time right. gaming with others. So, oh my gosh, I am so glad I picked it back up. It's like, it just keeps getting better. The story's amazing. There's a lot of creativity that goes into it. There's these alien plants in one. It's on Kashyyyk, the Wookiee home. Yeah, world. yeah. So you probably know about these. There's like oh, yeah. these giant Venus fly traps that you have to not get, you know, eaten up by. But then there's also these other like little weird bubble things that like shoot you up in the air and you have to figure out like how to get to higher, <laughs> you know, yes. higher cliffs and stuff through these little. Yeah, there's kind of jumping puzzles. It's with so those, yeah. fun. And, and then I'm, there's these other there's these other flowers when you're climbing stuff. They'll like follow oh, you. It's so really creepy. insidious. They're, They're like, so get away creepy. from me. <laughs> yeah, it gives me the chills when I see them. Like, get away. Yeah, because you're like, I mean, it's supposed to. Oh, I they they that. did what they They've achieved what they tried to with those. Yeah. So. And then they do the whole underwater thing, which was cool because I was ever I was wondering, are we ever going to do anything underwater? And they give you one of those breathers that you see, especially uh-huh. in episode one on Naboo. On Naboo, yeah. yeah. Deep planet core. I can't do that. <laughs> there you go. Is that too much? That was good. Yeah, I can't do that. I can do Jar Jar, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't know how that came. Oh, man. I don't know how that came through. I about lost my headphones. Oh, dude. No, that was impressive. I, I can't do that with my lips. Dude, so <laughs> cool when you get a chance to go underwater and do stuff. And oh, so cool. Here's another funny random thing. I rewatched Waterworld. Remember that movie? 19? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that movie, but oh, go ahead. I did too. For whatever reason in the 90s, that movie got really bad reviews whatever it got made fun of a lot it's yeah, so it's, good though i mean it's not that bad yeah it's not well, that it's, bad it's cheese and it's predictable but it's so good but it what's funny is that as i'm re-watching it and you know the whole dive that they go on for yeah. people who haven't seen it i'm not going to give it any way but you know that that famous dive yeah oh my gosh did cyberpunk copy that or what as I'm watching this, I'm thinking this is totally cyberpunk with Judy. Oh my gosh like almost yeah. identical in so many ways. And I'm like, they had to have been inspired by that. Interesting. By Waterworld. Yeah. So that was just a thought. Yeah. I am going to share a couple. It's been a while since we've shared some music. So a couple songs for you really quickly. Do you remember? Of course you do. Do you remember Lifehouse? Yes. The band. Yeah. I loved their early stuff. They have a brand new song called cut and run and it's very 
reminiscent of their old style, but new. And it's really good. If you like Lifehouse, that's a good song. You know, I love of Monsters and Men. They have another brand new song called Destroyer. It's absolutely glorious. Really cool. And then 21 Pilots finally is coming out with some new music. I'm a big fan of that band. It's fun. Shy Away. There's some three songs. Cool. I'll put them in the 2021 TRBS 2021 Spotify mix. Of course, that'll be in the show notes as well. You can go to realbryanshow.com slash 277 or, you know, just go to the website, scroll down on your podcast app, wherever it is you're looking. You can click there. If you're on your phone, it'll click right to Spotify and pull it up. If you're like, wait, what song is that? You can go find it because I love I love sharing new music for those of you who love music. And we mentioned, by the way, too, you know, if if you shop on Amazon, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's actually on the actual website. It's also in the show notes, too just anytime you're buying something because it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's basically just a way to kind of help support the show with, Hey, you bought something and Amazon says, cool. We're going to give, you know, four or 6% back to the real Brian show, blah, blah, blah. That's all it is. It's really easy. You don't have to do anything else. Just click on the link that links right to your account. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. It basically is an Amazon link, but it just gives credit to the real Brian show for that. So it's really cool. Deep thoughts with captain influence. Did you know that Drakkar Noir means black dragon boat? That would have been great to know back in the 80s when I was trying to impress the girls at Skateland. You know what the music means. Oh, yes. You know, I have a black dragon boat in Valheim. Is it black? No, but in my (laughs) imagination it is. Maybe we could impress all of those Norse ladies. Let's keep keep going that direction. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Have a great week. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.